0: Hi, Mom Stop listeners. This is Joe, and you're about to listen to episode 11. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, would you take a second to subscribe, rate, and review? Any one of those things, all of those things would be so appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. And if you're not enjoying the podcast, I guess thanks for still listening. Enjoy the show. Okay, one, one, eleven. <laughs> the rope. Can you believe we say it every time, but I can't literally every episode will be a shock to us and a, and a shock and a blessing. It's a blessing that we do this, you know, weekly, not, not because we're busy, not everybody's busy, not because we have kids. A lot of people have kids, but because we meet at nine o'clock and And we, we gab and then we record and we gab some more. So, you know, the podcast kind of like sandwiched in between our gossip sesh and, you know, every Monday, sometimes Tuesday, <laughs> we, we're we out here late folks. We're at we, 9 p.m. So you're late. If, if 9 p.m. doesn't sound late to you, I'm sorry, you don't understand our lives. Yeah. If 9 sure. p.m. doesn't sound late to you, um, I'm sorry, were you... Were you part of the pandemic? I mean, everyone's going to bed earlier. Everyone's going to bed. Everyone. Oh my God. I told you about that time. I went to bed at 8 PM and I woke up at 8 (laughs) AM and instead of being, feeling, appreciating the time I had gotten in to get some rest, I just turned to Peter and I go, well, it's official. I'm depressed. (laughs) That's the state of the world. That's the state of oh. everyone. Joe was D12 that day. D12. D12. No, and then the other thing is official vegan now. Official. The collagen is out of the house. Okay. Okay. And I'm okay. A, being an official vegan. And so are you um, Are you doing the fake cheeses and stuff, or are you just kind of staying away from all of it? What do you... I have been doing... Okay, it's weird because I'm kind of like pass on the fake meat because I'm like, just eat fucking meat if you want meat. But the cheese, not so much, but some. I mean, it gives some flavor. Like, I've been making this like sandwich, like a huge vegetable sandwich. And like, I've been putting- Sounds disgusting. Yeah. vegetable sandwich sandwich i've never good <laughs> as Girl, I ate I a vegetable sandwich that i enjoyed bitch i cannot wait to have you over i'm gonna blow your mind okay it's so good but but i do have to have like something that kind of like melt like gets all those vegetables yes. together and i've been using like a um plant-based cream cheese like a soy wow 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 yeah, I, I, um, I, uh, I can't remember. What I was cooking the other day. But they asked for the recipe called for, um, nutritional yeast. Okay. And my dumbass callers, listeners, <laughs> raise your hands if you've been here. My dumbass went ahead and bought the fleshman's Fleischman's yeast. At the grocery store, and I'm I'm adding it to the bowl. And I'm like, this is so much yeast. This is so much yeast. And before (laughs) I pour it in the bowl, I Google it. And it's like, it's like, it's like cheese substitute. Yes. Not yeast. Nutritional yeast is not hear ye, hear ye. It's like you're welcome if you're listening, you're welcome. You're welcome. She could just say Annie just saved your ass. I saved your ass. Wait, did you end up getting one? Do you you know? I know. I just used regular like Parmesan cheese, and it was a casserole, is what it was. Oh, it was a vegan casserole, but I used Parmesan cheese because I was about to throw fucking dry active yeast in that. (laughs) It would have been a loafy. Casserole. I, I mean, I don't. Know. It was for Valentine's Day too. That's what it was for oh. Valentine's Day. And also, P.S. Here's another little fun tidbit about my gift. to My husband was making this three course meal, all gluten free, all vegan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The dessert was like this silken tofu mousse, and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm using like a magazine for these recipes. So it's like paper. It's all in the way. It's so Uh, in the way food is getting all over this paper. And then the final, I light it on fire. It it, it, it just sits on the burner for a second. It lights on fire and it just burns the exact, I'll take a photo of it for the podcast for the thumbnail, the exact recipe, the, the exact amount of like, Paper, it took to print out that recipe, that's what it burned. It was like a joke. Oh my God. It was a joke. So, and then my son said, Go, mommy, um, we got you this for Valentine's. We got you these roses. I was like, Yeah, you did. He said, What did you get me? Like well, oh, I got you like these Valentine cards and some candy, and I made dinner. And he was like, "Huh," and I walked away. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <pass>. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I'm loving thinking of you starting a fire in the kitchen, a la like. A 90s comedy. I mean it really happens. It really happened. Had to throw it under the sink running water. Yes ma'am. Oh my god, It's been a minute but sure did. It happened. And to speak to the kids saying just giving the read giving God. The read. Today I picked up Coleman and Guy from school before I went on that like gig and I was wearing makeup and literally Guy walks up to me and he goes why are you wearing makeup? Oh! <gasps> I mean, that is what he said to me. He stomped out like he was my dad, I and mean, I was a teenager. Or he was like Peter checking in, like, "Where are you going? Looking?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, Annie and I were just talking before we got on this call. Oh yeah, and I was. She was saying that her um, Annie, you you go. Oh yeah, I was. I was saying on this Zoom, I'm using my husband's Zoom account, and he's got the the video setting jacked up all the way on the touch my appearance up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is my husband looking so fresh to his colleagues? Like I'm sitting at home like Betty Draper and he's just like fucking some Zoom. <laughs> I but then I also get like, anytime I see an errant hair on the floor, cause I'm constantly searching for things to pick up girl constantly. <laughs> um, Sometimes I see a hair and I'm like, oh, that's mine. But if it's an an abnormal color or length, I pick it up and I scowl to myself. And I think, I think, when did he have the time? When did he have the time to bring this filth into our house? What will I even say? Will I even care? Will I care if he fucks someone in our house? Will I be grateful? Will I be like, well, (laughs) will this be the reset our marriage needs? (laughs) And then I go, I am commiserated because I was like, anytime Peter is like, I'm going to Home Depot. I'm like, you look pretty nice. (laughs) Why are you so dressed up? Home Depot is that way, Peter. (laughs) Why is the car turning left? Yeah. (laughs) He looks so good every time he leaves. Girl, maybe it's because you know he's going to Home Depot. And you're like all horny about it. God, I'm so sure. Maybe <laughs> he, but, but listen, there is no way Peter is having an affair. fair thing. Like, there's just no time. He's so tired. There's no way. There's no way. But still, I'm like, there is a way. He's there's a, a way. way. <laughs> Life finds a way. Finds bitch. A way. And it's you better scary. believe that. And you better believe I've been in a happy relationship marriage for 20 years. And I, you got, I'm still on my toes about it. You've got to stay on your toes. Oh. Yeah, about never the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, never, Not, s- never sleep, sleep on the job. Oh my god. Okay, but we again, tons to talk about. Okay, but again, yes. Uh, no, but again, uh, but again, but again, it could be the reset. My marriage needs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this could be good if you're out there, and you and you want to be a third. I'm not inviting you, but if you think, fi- talk to me about it, right? Write to me, uh, <laughs> p- pitch yourself. Let me, let me know what you think. Um, my answer will probably be no, but I'd be, I'd be open to hearing. Listen, uh, the answer I can tell you definitively, the answer will be no, but you know what? That doesn't mean we don't want the compliments. Yeah. You know, if someone says I want to be a third, that means you're hot, you're a cool mom, etc. Yeah, I right? I think so. I think I it's mean, like I want answer. to be in your family slash fuck you. I think that's a huge compliment. It's a massive compliment. Massive compliment. That's a commitment. Remember that comedian we saw at Carmen Christopher's show who straight okay. up dragged Thruples? He was like, if you're in a thruple, you're disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I my can't God. Stop thinking about that man. I mean, you know that theater was packed with thripples. Oh, it was packed because these are young, these are young, young l- left leaning LA left-leaning on kids. the scene. They're on yeah. a thripple. He said they're disgusting. <laughs> he said, "If you're in a thripple, I, I don't. I think like, oh my god, it was so funny. Why was it so funny? Uh he he just did not hold back." Yeah, it was. I mean, I've never, I've never heard somebody describe a relationship as disgusting. It was very funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> I want to, I want to segue into Thrupples and the number three and talk about Rihanna because the family of three, three, one on the way, um, we're on Rihanna watch as, as everybody knows, I just want to make a blanket, a blanket statement, about oh. a girl Re and her pregnancy looks. Um, I feel like there's a lot of momentum surrounding her per- pregnancy looks and people are really on board. And it's like Rihanna's do- rocking the pregnancy. She's like changing the game in maternal wear. Yes, yes, yes. But to me, honestly, it's like she's not... Changing the maternal wear game. Like, there have been queens before her who did that. Like, Jada Peacock Smith just posted a fucking yes. knockout that you tagged me in. And uh, Beyonce had some looks with her twins. Um, it's not that she's changing it because there's been plenty of sexy pregnant women. It's just that it's Rihanna doing the thing that we know her to do and expect her to do. And she's like exceeding those expectations. Like the, the looks and the accessorizing and the fashion is so over the top because it's like, I haven't been on the scene in the moment and bam, you're going to want to fuck me so hard in these looks there. And and the confidence, I think like JD, Jada Pinkett, even that post that you sent me, she put it. So she put it best. It was like, Rihanna, is a, is confident. She does not apologize. And she's like, uh, uplifts women. And that, that like exudes in the looks. Do you know what I mean? She's like, she's gonna, she's not, I think I'm getting excited Is like, She's not just changing the pregnancy game. She's gonna be a fucking smoking hot mom, and she's yeah. gonna. And it's not gonna be like we have to call her a milf. Like mom, all moms Rihanna, are fuckable. All moms yes. fuck. Like there's not just yes. like some hot mom that fucks. It's like <laughs> all moms fuck. FYI, just so you know. And Rihanna's gonna remind you of that. Yeah. And it's like she's she's a fucking mogul. She's a business mogul. Right. And she's she's in charge, and she gets to represent her brand any way she wants. And this is the way she wants to represent her brand. And we, we've never seen that before because not a lot of ladies have been in the fucking, sh- in charge. And yeah. so it's like, she gets to, I, I don't know. I just feel like everyone else before has just been like, someone, ha- a man has been like, oh, people don't want to see pregnant people that way. Or like, I, I don't know. I fucking am, a, am yes. I, I feel drunk right now. No, you're right. She's in power. She can do that. She will continue to do that because of what she's built for herself. And what you're saying made me think that like Rihanna hasn't changed from who she was uh, before she was pregnant to, she's not going to change her way, like her street wear. She's not going to change her event wear just because she's pregnant, you know, she's still the same Rihanna and that's what it is for me. It's like, she's not like buying into that. Oh, I'm a mom. I have to make sure that I am wearing flat shoes you know she's still gonna do her and she's coming hard and it seems like crazy because she's pregnant but it's just her like getting those pictures in and she's looking fucking hot happy international women's day Rihanna. For all. And this goes, Annie. This is uh, right. She's Rihanna. Like, she's not giving us pregnant Rihanna. She's giving us Rihanna. That That's happens to be pregnant. And yeah. it's like, and it goes to this whole kind of like, this whole fucking stupid um, white men and writings room narrative that women are bitchy and women hate each other. And like, do you know what I mean? Every representation of moms that we see, even. Hmm. In movies that like women write, it's just, it feels like there's always like this bitchy mom. And I'm like, yes. That person does exist. But guess what? They existed before they had kids. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. It's it's like, it's a... Being a mom doesn't change you that... I mean, it changes you in certain... Like you have this new relationship in your life, but it's like how you treat other people doesn't... It doesn't change that much. That bitchy bitchy mom on the playground, she was a bitch with or without her kids. And it's just like... But instead, I feel like it's like, bitchy moms period i don't know hashtag okay. bitchy moms um if you're uh, a bitchy mom if you're not a bitchy mom if you aren't even a, a mom at all we want to hear from you um as you know we have uh this phone stops at gmail.com open our phone lines are open too uh get on the line get, get join the conversation do you like when we talk about rihanna how about when we talk about britney spears <laughs> okay now and now segue to britney thank you Okay, I mean, um, so her dance? So the, the saga continues. And like, who who is filming her? I, yes, the dancing in Malibu is that what you're good. about to say? I was about to say good. today's was good. Did you see Nicki Minaj's comment? Bitch, no. What did she say? She's twirling, 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 and she's like apologizing for it. I'm sorry, I'm rusty. You know, I haven't. When I, I'm sweating, I look bad. A lot of people make fun of me when I dance. She, like, says it. And then Nicki Minaj is, like, learning to dance. You're, like, don't ever stop. You're, like, are, you, like, teach us how to dance. <laughs> and bam, Minaj. just like that, uplifted, queen recognizing queen. Queen recognizing queen. You yeah. better believe. And that's what, that's what kills me is that Britney might have forgotten that old Britney. Do you know what I mean? It's so far long ago for her. Like the Slave For You video was another life for her. That it's like she has to build that back. Or maybe she doesn't even want to build that back. Maybe it's like traumatizing to her. She's starting something new. And that person is gone in a way. That fierce fucking dancer. And now she's like questioning it. You know, but dude. I thought because of all the hate girl. online, too. People are nasty. W- okay, why is she reading these comments? That's insane. Well, I know it is insane. All—all all that to say is, when I watch her dances, it's not that I think she's bad, but I'm like, okay, Britt. Like, I'm just kind of like, I always kind of think it's like truly her messing around, and today yeah. I was like, this is good. It's good. This is good. She's on point. She's red She's ready. She's got it's the coming. twinkle in her eye. Red is coming. Um, also, you know, just come up. People get bent. If you're out there and you don't understand what Brittany's doing, I don't really understand it either, but fucking get bent. You know, see she, what she's doing is refreshing. Never before seen content on Instagram. I'm sorry that she's not posing with a picture at brunch. You know, I'm sorry that she's not doing a recognizable dance move for you. She's giving you raw footage, unedited. This is the shit that we ask for in pop music. And we, like, we jump on the Kardashians because they're super edited. And then when you Mm -hmm. get it, you can't handle it. So Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up. Go on. You better not let me hear you say again how weird it is. Because, girl... As I'm doing these impersonations of her, I have a lot of people talking to me about her, and they're like, "I was worried. What is that? I think she needs to go back into a conservatorship." Mm-mm. That's that ends today. I'm saying it online, so I hold my on air, so I hold myself accountable. If you come to me with those comments, I'm gonna bite back. This mom bites. I it's love perfect. her, and I don't. I mean, just fucking. That's all I gotta say get bent and get bent. just appreciate it. I think she said that she was like, you should appreciate that. I'm even coming on here showing my ass. Yes. Oh my God. Thank Your you, mother. We want more. Mother. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got some, okay. we've got, we've got some we've material got to cover. To go over. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, should we do the lost daughter first? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about the lost daughter because Tim Paul in his voicemail, which we discussed last week, where he's saying like I don't have the pandemic to use as an excuse anymore. Then mm-hmm. at the end of it, he was like, "What's your take on some of on the lost daughter? There's yeah. some very specific like relation, mom relationships. Yes. What does he say? He mom say pains. That? I think he says mom yes. pains. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. So Annie, have we? Have you? Okay. Let's discuss. What okay. First think of the movie. First of all, I watched this in two parts. Okay. Um. I had to get to bed. Second of all, Peter Sarsgaard can, can take me home tonight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't with this man. What did I just watch him in? I was like, Oh, in uh dope sick. And then he's coming back. I'm sorry, Maggie, but I'm coming for your man. Okay. Um, I'm so glad you watched this. Cause I don't want to dissect this without, without your input yes. and elaborations. I mean, Yes. A lot spoilers, of those feelings. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers, spoilers ahead. ahead. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. This is on Netflix, a company I don't love supporting, as you might know. Of course. <laughs> it's gotten the boot from Annie. It's gotten the boot. Um, A lot of nuanced mother. Um, yes, a lot of uh, unfamiliar... Um, feelings when you, when you have a kid and you're feeling very overwhelmed by something that you gave life to and adore more than life. Um, at the same time, there's like this duality of like, I'm going to fucking, if I can't breathe, I'm going to either kill myself or kill this kid. Like that's a reality. And a lot of women experience it in different levels of levels of intensity. So while I couldn't necessarily like See myself doing the things she did, how it expressed itself. I certainly was like, I have felt those moments of, I'm drowning. Um, I need a minute to breathe. And when she stole that doll, girl, I was cracking up. I was like, she <laughs> <I laughs> bought it. It new clothes and was sleeping with. I can't even. I was into it. <laughs> Tim, Paul, I texted Tim, and I was just like, Dakota Fanning stabbing Olivia Coleman at the end of the movie was the most realistic part of the movie for me. Oh my I was God. like, okay, fine. You I'll better watch your fucking real. back, bitch. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Hairpin. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to, like, I don't want to judge, like, what is what is happening. Would a mom do this? Would a, back to what we were saying, Rihanna, just because, mom is not a blanket statement on a person. I, did, I was never like, this woman seems like a good or bad mom. I was watching the character who happened to be a mom yeah and I think that if she didn't have kids in the movie she would have still spiraled in a way where she needed to be away from her husband I mean she was trapped in a life that she didn't want and I think that even if she didn't have kids when those hikers came through she would have still had like this like I need to get away I think it is very we've never seen uh those feelings that a mom specifically might see because of children I really do think it was like because she has these children it heightens all of those feelings of like I don't like my life because you're like I gotta take care of these things you know what I mean that's a huge part of it and the decision to leave is so much weight weighted you know that's what, yeah. what killed me in the show is that I was like, I feel these things. I have felt them before, but the act of like going through with it is like, whoosh, you gotta, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's really intense. Um, but I, I, will say I did love that doll moment. Cause that family was so mean to her. They were just bullies. They're just nasty little bullies and they fucking deserved it. <laughs> I was like, I would steal the doll maybe. <laughs> 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 like just very quickly we liked it we thought it was good cinema it's it's not it it did capture some very like real moments that weren't like specific to us but we think like yes that probably that absolutely is real yes it wasn't and like actually for me i'm like yes i have definitely been like oh my god i'm overwhelmed by this kid for sure absolutely for sure about to lose my mind and thought like what could I be doing if I wasn't right here right now with my child? Those moments of like when you're just down and you're thinking and you're at your lowest. Yes. 100 And and when they're laughing, when the girls are playing and they're like have tears in their eyes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't. All that. But then when they're like on the beach staring at a mom and being like, the weight is just unsufferable. I'm like, okay, this is fucking. (laughs) It's dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah. Um, it's a, uh, it's a feel, it's a feels, it's got some feels in it. Yeah. We need more mom movies, more movies more. with moms having real feelings to balance this out. But, um, again, love that, that Maggie, love that she, uh, directed it. Hell yes. Respect. And, um, I thought the, uh, the sex scene with Peter Sarsgaard really, Stood out to me, girl. You know everyone in the crew is like looking at him, watching her, watching him, watching her supple his breast. Come on now, okay. Watching Maggie give direction on supple. I know the breast that that part. watching watching Maggie have a sidebar with her husband about. It. Oh my god, are you enjoying this? Uh, let me see your pants. <laughs> <sighs> She's okay, beautiful. On. Maggie Gyllenhaal just watched The Dark Knight again. Do, why? Girl, I it's like good. it. I'll say it. I like the damn movie. <laughs> I there was like a there was a time where I would just like go to bed to it. <laughs> no, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you say something is sick. That's sick. You're actually since you're sick. Um, okay. Should we do some voicemails? Or yes, we have got... we have a voicemail. We have a few from Morgan. I'm going to mm-hmm. play. Um, I'm going to play the, the closed one, so you can address. I just want to preface: this is our friend Morgan Lord, first name, last name, from Chicago. When somebody says her name, I smile. She's just a dream. Uh, she's creative. She is thoughtful, kind, and just a damn girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Chipper, but sincere, and cute as a damn button by the way she's the most <sighs> beautiful the sweetest i can't tell you i i absolutely call her a friend and i love her can i can i say that i'm a good friend back to her i don't know because listen every time morgan came to our house she had a coffee for me she had a sticker for the boys she had that, she had this she had that she, she is- gave my son some hand-me-down clothes They're the cutest things i ever saw and then her child like made artwork in the envelope, like that she sent with the clothes, still oh, have it. My. Can't believe the artwork this child did. Okay, we love her. She's a queen. We're obsessed. P.S. Her Halloween costumes. She does like this mommy and me type costumes that she makes. So creative and adorable, and just like what you want to see. You know, just, I like one year she did like Amelia Earhart. I think the kid was Amelia Earhart, and she was like the world or something. So cute. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and play this voicemail.
1: Hey, Mom Stomp. Okay, got, got a question for you. Um, okay, so I just wonder if this is just me or if this is a lot of moms, but I have, you know, these cute clothes. I have one daughter, she's already six, and I have these clothes and I just love. They bring me joy because they remind me of this time that she wore them, or they remind me of this picture I have of her. And so I've narrowed down my boxes, which were like a lot of Tupperwares filled with stuff and giving it away to friends and that feels so good, but I can't completely get rid of some things. Um, so I do have like an oversized upperware of you know, there's just like these ones, these these little shirts and I don't want anyone else to have them. And I'm like, huh. What's going on there, Morgan? Um, so, wondered your thoughts on that. Do you have things that you kind of hoard away to remind you of your children when they were children? Also, wonder if this is, you know, leads to a deeper thing of like, did I want to have one more child? Do I still want to have one more child? I'm turning forty this year, so I just feel like the time has maybe passed, and I kind of have to grieve all that stuff. Um, you know how are you feeling about that and um, yeah I could still have one more but with my kind of anxiety and life I'm living I just want it to be a good life for both my children so I just don't know if it's in the cards anyway all that to say big Tupperware down there a few other Tupperware bins down there too gotta get rid of some stuff I think it's emotional work I don't know your thoughts okay I love you bye Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. All of this voicemail resonates. Yes, yeah. yeah, same. Oh, man. And also during it, I was like, you can hear the sunshine and happiness. I'm like, people listening to this that don't know her, now that they've yeah. heard the voice. Now I'm you like, know. Okay, yeah. Now you know. Now you know. But- yeah. Um. Okay. Do you want do you want to dissect this? I mean, there's so much. Not so wanting much. to not wanting to give it up, kind of being like, Am I do I really not wanting to give it up? Does that mean I want to have another PS? I don't know if I can have another because I'm anxious right now with the state of the world. My God, Morgan's hitting so many bases. Yeah. Also, just um that that very like idea of holding on to something, like you're happy to give clothes away, but there's certain ones that you know, you have these memories or, oh, she looked so cute in this one. Oh my God. I remember this photo. And you want to keep those ones. I totally get that. And I think those are very normal feelings. Um, if that's kind of what you're asking Morgan is do have, have we experienced that? I certainly have now me personally, I haven't kept like anything. And I feel like one day that's going to like, come back to bite my ass. I, I don't know. I also like don't go searching for old stuff. So maybe it won't, but like, man, th- this is just like reminding me of like Marie Kondo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also like when, when people grieve things, you know, there's just like different, like whatever makes you feel good. That's what it is. Like getting rid of things makes me feel good, but but you better damn believe that when I would throw away or give away onesies, I was like, well, am I gonna have to get a new one if I have an, another kid? And yeah. just like, yeah, I will. And that's okay with me. I'd rather not put that idea in my head and get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I fucking I I cleaned house. The second they couldn't fit into something, gone. Yeah, yeah, same. It was gone. But I did keep. I do have a couple memory boxes for the kids. I have one zero to five, and now five to ten. And there's like for they're eight now, right? Yeah, there's like barely anything in in this one right now, and the other one took a while to like build up. I think I'm doing a good job of only keeping the stuff. But I think even then. 10 years out from that, I'll go back through it and just be like, why did I keep this? You always got to keep it and then going back to it because what I've found is, and maybe just because we've moved so much or have moved so much, I definitely keep things sparingly and still when enough time, time goes by, still go through those things again because you'll shed a little bit more and then you'll really be keeping what you really need. Yeah, yeah. I also, um, my mother kept a lot of, a lot of my things like homecoming dresses and binders that my girlfriends made for me in like college. And she had them when she moved to Tennessee and she had me go through this stuff recently. And it like made me feel bad. I felt bad that she kept them for me. And I also, it brought me back to like a time, like a time in the past that not an unhappy time, but just like made me like, think like, I thought my life would kind of be different. And it just made me feel in a way I didn't want to feel like I wanted to move forward. You know what I mean? Like I have those memories they're in my head. I didn't need like a physical manifestation of those memories. Totally. But, but she kept those for me to be like, do you want me to throw these away or do you want to take some of this stuff? And I thought that was really nice. Like she gave me that choice and I wish I could be that mom for my kid, but I'd be throwing shit away. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's, Peter's family was like, oh, we've got some stuff from your college. They're mostly like papers and journals and stuff. And I was like this, throw mine away. Yeah. Don't you want to see it? No, throw it away. Yeah. If I'm not looking for it, if I don't have any, I you better believe I damn sure don't want to read something I wrote when oh I was 21 years Just actually oh my God. Uh, th- throw it away and never for the life of you crack it open because Ever. I gouged gouge my eyes out. Put it in the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Flintstone movie. Um, with my fam, uh, we're really into it. This is starring... Um, <laughs> this is starring... Uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell? Or, yes, Rosie. Marianas, John Goodman. Remember. Yeah, but what's his... Wilma, what's his, What's her name. name? I know who she is. She was in Big, the movie Big. Uh, yes, I feel bad for now. Okay. She reminds me of Sarah Paulson. I always like... They have like similar something. Yeah. Energy. I hear you on that. Elizabeth Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins, there's a scene... Fred Flintstone has inherited the company. Um, he's, he's fired everybody um, inadvertently. He's fired his best friend. They've moved out of town. He's lost everything uh, because he's moving up in the corporate world. And he's able to buy his wife everything that she wants. And you know she'd be shopping. But there's mm-hmm. one scene where he comes home and mm-hmm. she's like, why didn't you try to stop our friends from moving? He was like, ah, one last Barney I have to worry about. And she was like, those are our friends. What does 20 years of friendship mean to you? And he was like, ah, I could (laughs) have, I'll I'll get more sleep, something, you know. And then she starts taking everything in the kitchen and she goes, you know what, I don't need any more of this. And something that he bought and she throws it. And she's like, and I don't think I need this. And this is all shit that she bought because she had, his big dick bunny coming in you know what I mean but she immediately was like my friends are gone I don't need this shit it's time to clean house and she was throwing shit on the ground and I was loving it (laughs) and then she turned to Fred and he's like don't throw plates or something, it's like something he didn't want her to throw. And she said, what party are we going to have? Fred, we don't, we can't have a party. We don't have any friends. And she throws them and he just loses his mind. And I was like, yes, this is right. You can't take anything with you when you go to heaven and bitch, if heaven's real, you can't bring a damn onesie or a plate. So, you know, that's how I feel about it at the end of the day. Like things have sentimental value. Keep them Things are going to be worth some money. Keep it in the family, freaking freak. But like, you know, ultimately burn everything because we can't, what are we going to, we're just ashes. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm on the same page about this. I don't want to keep a damn thing. We kept a whole box of like stuff and I was looking for those grade school pictures, Annie. And Peter and I... I, when I was looking for them, I was just getting rid of other stuff. Cause I was like, why did it, why did this make it this far? Right. I'm a okay. big proponent of revisiting the stuff you've kept. Keep, keep it, but, but make sure you go back there. Cause you're going to feel differently about it. And don't, don't wait to go back there when you die. And like, someone's doing it for you. Just mm. like, give it like 10 years and then go back to that box more. You big. better. Throw away your shit before you die. Oh. lest yes. you want somebody to open that shit up and be like, oh, you were this person? Okay. <laughs> my mind is changed about you. You know, because there's not anything I, like you said, there's not anything I wrote in my 20s worth of value that anybody needs to read. So that shit got tossed and burned. That was a good voicemail mom- momo. A really good. And we miss we you, girl. You. We miss you. Um, okay, okay. So we went to the Hammer Museum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they had on display an exhibit called Life's. Life's with an S. My good dear Judy, Linda Orr, uh, recommended that I go check it out. She was in town, she said. Cool thing. I know the curator. I asked her why she called it Life's. She couldn't remember why. So there's a reason. It's called Life's. Um, this museum is in downtown LA? Question mark. I'm not really it's sure where the, we it's are. It's on the UCLA campus. Okay, in LA, and it and it was free. The Hammer it was free Muse- art museum. Hammer art museum, and it was beautiful then- complex. They had a movie theater. They had several galleries in this one complex. There's a cafe. It was all recently renovated. I read yes, and the ca- and the cafe is is called Lulu Cafe and it has this classic museum cafe name. It's, it's, it's Gord <laughs> classic. classic. Lulu's, <laughs> Yeah. Lulu's and that cafe is like Alice Waters who, who started like Organic farming. I mean, I, I can't speak to this. The people who are chefs on, that listen to this will be annoyed. Oh, but Alice go. Waters, she she owns and runs Chez Panisse in Berkeley, which is like Chez Panisse. Hello. That's the penis. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Chez, Panisse? The you, Chez Panisse. I see you, girl. I see you, Panisse. <laughs> <laughs> she she's though I mean, she's a big deal. Like I think in the in the food world, and she mm-hmm. has a hand in the cafe. I think the cafe. Okay. It's supposed to be good. We didn't go on when we went because it has like a prefix menu that would have, it was just not in our budget, but then we, I would never take my child to prefix. If you take your child to prefix, no shame on you. My son could never appreciate. Never. And that's what this is. That This whole review is going to get to is that this is not for kids. Yeah. It, um, it was beyond their comprehension level. And appreciation level. Um, You know, I had a friend recommended who was single. She said the kid would like it. I think because there are colorful pieces in there and like they are, you are free to bring children there and there is room to move around, but ultimately the art doesn't pull them in. Right. There was a whole section that I was like anxious that the kids were, it was like they're watching YouTube or something. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to, I <laughs> yeah. don't know what they're going to say. I don't know. but, but Yeah, it's know. like mostly art installations, um, especially the, the Lifes is a big art installation. So it's not, you know, a museum in the sense where you're, you're learning uh, something and reading hard, cold facts about it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an interpretation and and what you're seeing. And, and there are like, there was a pamphlet that was describing kind of what was going on. And it is a cool concept. Like it's an hour um, kind of a uh, ring around the rosy sort of situation where different things are happening, like a timed trial sort of thing. We stayed in there for maybe five minutes. My kid was dying to get out of that room. Yeah, um, Coleman was like, this is creepy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like an intense, Yeah. But I told Joe, like, if I came on a date night with Joey, I think I could enjoy it. And if I like smoked or took some mushrooms, it would be incredible. Not because it wasn't good sober. It was just like, you could appreciate those colors changing and like the space itself and how they placed everything was very cool. Um, And yeah, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a place we should have taken the kiddos. Well, but I'm I'm, I'm going to say this because Coleman came in and he was like, what are we doing this weekend? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, I didn't like this. And I, there was a part of me, Annie, that here's what I'll say about this. Not for kids, especially if you're just like visiting LA. If you live in LA, you know that it's not going to be the best, but there's, there's always going to be some worth in taking your kids out to a museum because then they, you know, know the good from the bad. It's like this, like what we're saying with, YouTube, that it's like, good, 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 good. And it's just like, they don't even know when things are bad that I'm kind of like, I, I don't think that this trip was a total bust. Cause I'm like, okay, like this wasn't our bag but like, yeah. they, they get to be in like a nice open space. They understand like we're quiet in this space. Like I think they also good. have that, like, you're right. And they also now, I mean, your kids, not mine. Cause he's so young, but like that memory of that reference of like, oh yeah, that that's what this type of museum is or yeah. art, you know, art museum. Some are like this where it's just paintings and they actually had that. They had works on paper, um, are installations, some are like, and that's different from a museum, right? And I didn't have any of those experiences until I was well into my 20s of, yeah. of ever going to like an experimental gallery. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I'm kind of like, I, now as we're like talking through it, I'm like, you know what? I am glad. I am glad that we went. And we were not the only parents there. No, many of other kiddos were there. And also in that pamphlet, they had like a fundraiser for a children's thing. I didn't really read it. I, I saw a fundraiser and I threw it away. I said, you didn't get my money. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but but um, so something is, tells me that there is, you know, a, a conscious of like, oh, we want to involve families and, and kids. And by the way, this work is not um, all students. I think I misinformed you. Did I tell you that it's all students work? She said it was one, like, there's all, there's one part of that that was like, there's some Australian students, but it's mostly LA artists. Okay. And then we went to Tongva Park in um, near Santa Monica, very close. Right to the on the pier. Yeah. And um, it was fine. It's like pretty and nice. And it's just like a park. It's like a, if you've been to Chicago's Maggie Daly Park, which is massive and amazing and cannot recommend it more highly. This is like a baby, 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 baby version of that. Like Mm. there's, if you look at pictures, they look similar. And then you get there and you're like, oh, okay. Just like this. Yeah. Um, Pretty small, but had some POI points of interest um, uh, pieces. There some rolling slide that just had all the kids uh, worth the trip, you know, That made me happy to see like everyone enjoying it. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're, I wouldn't drive there on purpose, but if you're in the neighborhood, I would definitely stop in. Yeah. Parking's hard. Parking is hard. (gasps) You're not going to find a spot. I talked to a man who I thought, sir, is this street parking? He laughed at me. He said, this is ballet. You're not going to find street parking here. You're going to be looking a long time. I said, "Okay. I'm going to circle back into this lot I passed by right by the park. It was 7 bucks for 3 hours. 750. That's pretty good. Pretty good. But then we had we ended up eating Mexican food which was like probably just as much as Lulu's cafe. God, it was so <laughs> it was so not good. It was just cheese. Um so much money. So be prepared to drop a buck. Be prepared We don't love that. If you're gonna go to Santa Monica, you're dropping bucks. Yeah, you're you're showing you're. It's a scene, babe. Okay, do we have a boot and a stomp? I do. I'm happy to go. Go. My boot and stomp is the same thing. My boot and stomp is uh, decorative storage baskets. I stomp these because I use them on my son's bookshelf to put his toys, to organize his toys, okay? My life is, uh, has changed after seeing what toys look like lined up versus what they look like inside of a container. Folks, it just, it just makes the space so much more clean and simple, and it just, you walk in and it puts your mind at ease. The decorative baskets. I mean, you know... They're they're storage baskets, and the ones you can get, you can get Tupperware ones that are kind of tucked away in a closet under a bed. You can get decorative ones that are on display. They're pretty. Maybe they're made of brass. Maybe they have little animals on them for the kiddos, right? You put them in your home on your entertainment uh, console, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. That's my stomp. My boot for them is... You can you can get sucked into these things, okay? You can go on the hunt for a Tupperware bin. Mm-hmm. Say you go to a container store. Mm-hmm. You're in a whole fucking world of baskets mm-hmm. and bins and things they tell you that you need, like mm-hmm. a whole new way of putting your fruits and vegetables in a refrigerator. They all have to be in the baskets and the bins. Or you see a picture and you're like... Ah, I need my pantry to look like that. I'm going to get a basket for every type of noodle, dry pasta out there, or like a, a desk drawer. Like you need one for your pencils. You need a divider for the erasers. You, need, you can get in storage bin hell. And by the time you know it and you're trying to log off your computer because you've put $500 worth of merchandise in your basket and you realize you can't buy a cent of it, Because you don't need it. You've just wasted an hour and a half looking for plastic. Girl. And it just pisses me right off. An hour and a half looking for plastic. Plastic. (laughs) I can't. You're right. You're right. Sucks you in. You kind of need it, but man, can it take advantage of you? No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I, I wanted to just get some containers for like the flour and the sugar. And then I'm like, well, I need one for all of these. Yeah. And it wasn't fucking cheap. And no. I had to stop myself. It's sick. Just get, it, it's sick. Sick. <laughs> stop I yourself. You because, sick. because you're right. You get a couple for the flour, for the sugar. You can, eat, then you could get some for the coffee beans or the K cups. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, there's other ways to store these things. We don't need the, the little handcrafted Marie Kondo. I dropped her name again. Damn. I'm really hating on her. I hope she sponsors us so far. So good. I feel like you're, I feel like you're saying her name, but like you're using all her practices. Yeah. I'm, I, I believe I, I, I believe, I mean, trust me. Like I said, I walk into the kid's room and it brings me joy to see organization. It really does. Yes. It elevates my mood. Oh. It doesn't yes. it depresses my mood when I have to when it's all consumerized, right? When it's all just like everything needs to be put in a bin in your life. Mm-hmm. All your beans, bitch. Your pantry <laughs> <laughs> put my beans in a bin. Okay. We have like a, okay. We're we're going. All of our desk stuff is in mm-hmm. stuff, but it's all like Just like little boxes we've collected over time. Right. And I'm self-conscious of it not being like all the same beautiful plastic. Right. Even though they all do the same thing or it's doing the same thing, it's just weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I meant by like, you can find other ways to store these things. You can use like, like today, before we started podcasting, I was looking for a salt bowl. You yes. know, for like, yeah, a lot of people have these. We have I've never, and we love it. Love them. I think they're very useful. But I was like, wait a minute. I have a ramekin. I don't have a top for it. So maybe that it is worth investing in one of these that has a top. But it's so small. Like I'd probably get a week's worth of salt and then I'd replenish it. Like I have things in my house that I could use. That Do I need yeah. to spend $9 on the Marie Kondo brand? <laughs> on a pedal of that's marble and it's got cedar wood under it you know like (sighs) okay wait just really quickly you know the container store uh... you know they put big black x's on their like shit when they throw it away so people can't use it and our other friend that worked at like sur la i think that they were telling us I can't say their name because I don't know for sure if this is the story. I'm asking like, Prescott, he worked there. <laughs> I will be I will double down. I'm pretty sure they they have to break stuff when they throw it away. If that is true, so people don't like go through the trash. If that it. is true, they will not see a dime from me again. They're sick. And no, and I don't think they're the only ones, but I think it's a lot of places that do it. Um Okay. My, my stop is for family meetings. Okay. Peter and I, I, well, I read about this like a few years ago and I was like, I'm going to start doing these and we haven't done them in a while, but now that I'm like feeling better, I'm like, we should do family meetings again. And they're awesome. And they're, they're really like, believe me, we're not talking about a lot, mm-hmm. but I love them. Because we are talking about stuff and it's literally like once every other week or once a week. And a lot of the times we're just talking about food they want us to try or like Mm -hmm. a new new food they want to try. But it will be like, hey guys, we just want to let you know that this week Oma is coming to visit. And what is one thing that you might want to do with her? Hey guys, um, we're going to do mom stop this week. We're going to this place. Yes. Yeah, okay. And then everyone in the family gives everyone else a compliment, um something positive that they've been doing in the week, and then we ask if, if there's anything that anyone wants to share. And, you know, that's certainly not the family meeting that I read about that made me want to start having these, but you know, you make it your own and you do whatever. And I think it's just the stopping and talking is really good. Yeah. That's it's the nice. Forced, kind of like we're we're going to do this. You guys do it the same time every week. It's like at dinner time. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. I guess it hasn't been the same. Now, day. do you it's say is dinner day. is every dinner time family meeting or no. is it like once a week? We're calling it family meeting, so well, my, we know when we're in it. Yes, I have an agenda. I print out an agenda, and it just says like it's usually just like kind of announcements stuff that's going on. Yeah. Hey guys, just want to let you know, I feel like I'm yelling a lot lately. How do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like there's anything that you can help me with? I I, I don't like sometimes I I just think it's always been positive. That's nice. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's worth, it's definitely not something that I'm like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like it's not like I was like, there's a problem here. We need to fix it. But I think that if you can get ahead of things, And you can be like, let's keep, you know, I'm not doing it because I'm like, oh, we don't talk enough. We talk enough. But I'm kind of like, am I always giving them the floor in like a way where they like really are commanding the floor? Yeah. Doing a family meeting this week. Does anyone have anything that I should put on the agenda? Like just making it kind of official and serious, you know, and no one can check their phones and I don't know. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Take the Bits and pieces that you want from it, but I've really enjoyed doing them. That's lovely. How long have you guys been doing it? uh Maybe like a year, or two before. Um, the pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. And maybe, and it kind of also is like it gets a, you away from being like, so what's going on in school, and like, are people treating you nice and left. Like, do you know what I mean? It's asking in a different way. Like yeah. getting information in a different way. Right. And different information, I'm sure, too. And I, I know that we started that for a reason. I just can't remember at this point. hmm But it's been a damn minute. And like, baby, they're back and I love them. They're back. They're back. Um, okay, so that is my stomp. That's mm-hmm. your stomp family meetings get on it i get damn on it and my boo my boo is gonna be pretty generic but my boo is people on instagram telling you how to live your life period period telling you who to call what article to read what to do this and that. And are we doing that by saying, going to the thing? No, we're just giving suggestions. Let me be clear. But the, the constant, like do this, do that. Even the videos I find helpful. I'm overwhelmed. Um, clean your house this way, wrap your gifts this way. Like <laughs> do this. Much. I'm just... It's too much. It's too much. And they got you, um, they got you pegged too. like they have you so narrowed in on, oh, Joe, Joe has interest in this and Joe does not like sports. So we're not going to show her the sports fit. Do you know what I mean? And it, yes. And so it's like you get a bombardment of the things that you like and would be interested in, but you start to hate it because of all the, yeah, it feels like it It feels like there's something about it that feels helpful and interesting. And you're like, yes, cool. Awesome. Love this video. I'm going to save this video and it is too much and yes, I'm too to saturated say, yeah I'm done yeah we're done listen you're living the life that you are supposed to be living what you're doing is what you're doing and and it's fine and it's good I don't know what you're doing is what you're doing what you're doing is what I I'm mean, doing yeah like ultimately you're not changing right No, yeah please okay let you know what this mom stomps (laughs) at gmail.com if you've ever seen an instagram if instagram's ever changed your life please fucking tell us and we'll stop the podcast that's it yeah we'll stop stop the podcast and we will only do videos for instagram (laughs) we will all that's right but which leads me to this i'm sorry we have to mention that megan strickland yeah i was just about to yeah Yeah. okay because we we when I you know, I was saying, and we were talking about old ladies mm-hmm. um in a podcast and just being like, "Why are they so mean? Like some of them are good well, across the board, it seems like old men are nice, right. But, uh, but for old women, some of them are good, and some of them are bad, right. And it's like, and it's stressful because we know we might be one of them one day. and then, Strix emailed us. Annie, take this, it away. this is what she said. I think old ladies get so grumpy because we receive so much negative energy as women over a certain age. We start to spit it back out. I can feel it happening to me. I will be old, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like we say this about everyone, but Megan Strickland is truly one of the nicest people you'll ever come across. Yes, And it's so hilarious that she said, I will, I actually would love to see Megan as an old woman. I mean, the, the phrase spit it back out, you know, because we're just taking yes. it and taking it on the chin and <laughs> turning yes. the other cheek. And then one day they will have theirs and it will be in the form of an old woman. And she doesn't give a Fuck if you she's put her awful. in prison because she's dying. She's guess what? She's over it. Yeah, you you think you can lead a boardroom and be a, that's all fine and good, but I'm talking about a bitch who will cut society down a peg because she does. She she's out to she's out to wreck herself. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like the tragedy's already been done. So it's done. I have you know, you have not what. No, I have nothing to lose. And nothing to lose. And I thought, I thought to myself, Megan Strickland, right on. I'm sitting here, the other podcast being like, I hope this doesn't become us. Why can't it be like this? And I we read that email and I said, Oh my God, she's right. Yeah. They've reached their limit. They've reached their limit. Yeah. Yes. You you hear this time and time again when fucking 20-year-olds turn 30 when fucking 30-year-olds turn 40, and so on and so on. As I go into my 30s, as I go into my 40s, as I go into my 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s, you know, as you're going into that new decade, how you're... I'm so sorry for those voices. I love that you it. Said, you like, the those, That was insane. No, they're in. That sounded like in. a radio jockey. I hated every minute. No, and it... Um, no, they're in. Um, how... how how women will be like, I'm just finding that I don't, you know, I have to say no more. Yeah. Right. Or I have to think about myself a little bit more or I'm not, I don't, I don't, I care less about what people think about me. I'm finding joy in what I do. Right. And I think the more you strip, take that and strip it down, it's like, I'm fucking done being nice. (laughs) Like I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And by the way, I'm burning this town when I leave. (laughs) Okay, well, we've done it. We're out of here as well. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. Okay.